Tis the season for podcasts to stoop to cheesy holiday editions, and we're no different. This is Industry Focus. Hey everybody, I'm Mark Reith here with Tyler Crow. Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas. We're playing this on Christmas. Well, you know, it's a pre-recorded. We know oh, probably everybody knows that it's live. Sorry, yeah, it's live. Yeah, we're you. doing this on Christmas Day. We've spent time away from our families. For we're you. doing this on Christmas for our listeners. For our listeners. If our listeners are listening right now, they're probably having a great Christmas. They're sure. probably avoiding their families a little bit. You it's know, you need that like 20-minute break. You right. know, the uncles and aunts. You just need a little time away. Absolutely. So let's listen to a podcast. Well, you know what? And what a podcast it's going to be. We're doing the cheesy holiday edition thing. I have a funny hat. You've got a funny hat. Let's do some holiday Stocking stuffers. Oh, just make puns like that look at that pun. That was going to be a lot of fun. Okay, uh, we're going to break down this show. It's the energy show, so we're going to take a look at a couple of different energy stocks. Mm-hmm. We figured we'd break them down by you know, best to worst, but of course it's a holiday show. So we're going to call these stocking stuffers. We're going to start with the holiday staples, the, the socks, the underwear, grandma sweater, the stuff you always kind of get, but you know, it's not going to be bad. It's not going to be great. Uh, what do you got? What kind of companies are looking like? All right, so the really boring socks and underwear, the stuff you get every year, right. but you know what? you're going to use them probably more than anything else mm-hmm. that you get. Mm-hmm. So let's start with the three big ones. ExxonMobil, Enterprise Products Partners, and National Oil Well Varco. Those are the big ones. Very big staple companies in the energy space right now. You know, it's a kind of a, a tough time with oil prices dropping like that. So you're really looking for those good stable companies right about now. And that's why I think these are really those boring socks and underwear. Mm-hmm. So we start with ExxonMobil. It has grown or maintained its dividend for close to 74 years. Split adjusted, of course. Mm-hmm. You know, superior f- uh, free cash flow generation for a company. And, you know, they've had a very long history of returning that back to shareholders through that dividend and through share buybacks and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And as a company, with 75 years, more than 100 years, they have been through way, way worse than this recent plunge in oil prices. And they will probably go through way, way worse for who knows how long. So Exxon Mobil, the socks of energy the stocks. The socks of energy stocks. Fantastic. And then for the underwear, <laughs> you've got Enterprise Products Partners. I'm sure that's their new advertising uh, campaign. They should have that on their actual, like, uh, on their presentation. Right. Enterprise, the underwear of energy. But, you know, their success of their business is not built on the price of oil. Mm-hmm. It's built on the business of actually moving oil and gas. So it's a volume-based business. And if you look at the United States right now, you know, prices are a little down, but you're probably not going to see a huge volume drop because of it. Mm-hmm. So that's a really important part with them. You know, everything moves by fixed fee, volume-based kind of contracts. Makes it a lot more stable, much more predictable. And they also seek out those inefficiencies. When something's really cheap, they can sell it as a you know, refined product or a petrochemical product overseas and mm. make a high margin on it. It's been doing a lot of that right now with trying to export natural gas liquids such as propane and butane overseas. Right. And then again, looking at that safety, they have been, uh, for a master limited partnership, they have a 1.4 uh, distribution coverage ratio, which means that they cover their distribution to shareholders by more than 40%. Uh, in, which is great for a master yeah. limited partnership. Mm. And they have more than a 15-year 15 history, history of growing their dividend like clockwork. That's, you know, that kind of stability is what exactly you're looking for. Underpants. So we got socks, we got underpants, and then we got National Oil Well Varco. Maybe kind of like... Uh, What's the analogy here? The long john? The fancy socks, the like fancy the, the wool socks. socks that you might not use every okay. time. Okay. Because this one has been hit a little bit lately because of the decline in oil prices. And you've also got a glut of rigs and equipment in the market right now because everybody's like, well, maybe we don't want to drill for so much oil. Right. So you got that. But they are in the business of replacing those consumable 
equipment. You know, you've got drill bits that eventually wear down and eventually, you know, rigs, even though it takes longer, they have to be replaced every 20 or 30 years. Mm -hmm. They've got a very large built-in customer base because of a rig standardization program, which basically says, oh, you bought our rig, now you have to buy all of our equipment that you wear down eventually afterwards. Smart. So nice, large built-in customer base, and it has, again, that strong cash generation. It's been doing it for years, and even in a time like this, they probably would still be able to do it. Socks and underwear. Everyone needs them. You need them, and you'll use them. Okay. Hey, what about what about a, a bad Christmas? What are some of the, the lumps of coal out yeah, there? That lumps of coal. Well, you kind of want to avoid. Well, of course, ironically, if you got lumps of coal in your stocking, it's going to be a coal stock. Oh, one of them. Oh, yeah. We had, yeah, to. We had to. But one I'm really looking at very, I guess you could say, pessimistically, mm. is Walter Energy. Uh, they're not the traditional coal mar company that everybody thinks about. It's not the ones that sell coal mm. to be burned in a utility. This is metallurgical coal. It's used to actually refine steel. And if you look at it right now, uh, steel market's been absolutely abysmal for the past couple of years. Mm. Uh, you've seen waning mar demand in China as well as in Europe. So the you know, overall demand is there and the glut has been kind of building up because everybody thought that China was going to grow for 7, 8, 10% in perpetuity. Guess Everyone what? That. that doesn't necessarily <laughs> happen. Right. Um, so you look into that and then they, you know, they got a balance sheet that looks pretty rough right now. Their interest expense ratio to, or EBITDA to interest expense ratio is about 0.38, which means they got a lot of ground to cover there. Mm. They're burning through a ton of cash to make it happen. So things are looking a little questionable for them. Okay. What a lump of coal it is. And then the next one in the, the coal in the stocking one, I'll actually kind of recategorize this one. This is the present that your grandma gave you, which if she had given you five years ago when you really wanted it, you would have loved it. But she's like five years late to the thing. You're like, oh, thanks, grandma. Right. I know you really thought and tried hard. And that is oil and gas producers in the United States that have taken out a ton of debt to actually make it happen. Okay. You know, three or four years ago, anybody that looked in this space that said, oh, this is awesome. They're growing so fast. And yeah, they're taking a lot of little debt to do it. But oil prices are great. And now all of a sudden, oil's at $60 a barrel, and everyone's going, oh, shoot. Uh, maybe <laughs> this was not the best idea in the world. Right. So, you know, you have that kind of dynamic going on. And it, based on right now, you're, you're probably going to see a couple of those smaller, really leveraged companies taking out a ton of debt really have to take a hard look in the mirror. Like, can we actually do this? And maybe even look to be bought out or mm. even, who knows? who knows? Might even see somebody do something worse. Coal stocks. All right. Mm -hmm. Anything else on there? Yeah. Loud noises gifts. Loud like, noises gifts. Loud noises. You know the one that, like, you know, parents buy for the kids and they immediately regret because it makes a ton of noise and they're like, oh, it's so obnoxious. The drum sets. The drum sets. Yeah. So these are the companies that if you were to get it for somebody, they're going to talk about it incessantly for mm -hmm. months upon months because they're worried about it and it's a good company, but they're afraid if they want to hold on to it any longer. And two, uh, the two that are in that category right now are C-Drill, mm -hmm. uh, a rig owner. They have some of the best assets in the business, but quite possibly the worst balance sheet in the business. <laughs> so it's like, you know, there's that dynamic of, oh, can they hang on for the next thing? And so there's some people who say, yeah, they're going to be great in 20 years. But people looking at it in two, three years are going, oh, boy, that debt looks pretty questionable. Right. And then the next one is frac sand producers in the United States, mm. people who actually are delivering sand to make hydraulic fracturing possible. Uh, you know, they've been completely dependent on oil and gas activity. And if prices plunge and then demand drops down a little bit, people are starting to look at that and going, oh, this is going to look kind of rough. But again, long term looks awesome, short term, a little rough, and probably they won't stop talking about them. Drum sets, coal, underpants. 
It's everything you want in an energy podcast. Exactly. Fantastic. Well, thank you, man. Thank you for coming in on Christmas. Yeah. Obviously. I, it, we are very dedicated to this. You know, hard work for Christmas. Absolutely. Absolutely. Merry Christmas to you fools out there. Merry Christmas, Tyler Crow. If you want more great stock ideas, head on over to fool.com when you're done avoiding your family for the holidays. But for right now, Merry Christmas, everyone.